We are recording. We are live. We are we are live. Welcome to Short Convo Podcast. Yeah, it is a podcast. <laughs> it is a podcast. Uh, as Mirali and my good friend JC Warrior of Light Cashman. And sir, good evening. Welcome. Good How evening, we? sir. Hello. Yes, uh, I, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Uh, as I'm going to dive straight in again. Last okay. week, uh, I came with a direction for our conversation. Uh, I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. Uh, this week, uh, I would like to put forward, we can either go uh, straight down the rabbit hole of deep and thoughtful uh, conversation and mm -hmm. uh, maybe come out with a bit of light at the end or just have a bit of light-hearted convo to start it off and maybe go down the rabbit hole. What are you feeling? You know what, what is there I'm anything gonna... you wanted to bring to this convo? I've got some things if you want to go there, but I'm I'm actually quite happy to go down the rabbit hole today because yeah, uh, you're up I've, for that. I'm up for that. I've had a, a couple of days of what I call surface days where I haven't really gone to any depth with with almost anything. I've kind of just been simmering and bubbling on the surface. Okay. So I'm actually I'm actually got the taste for a bit of in-depth conversation. If you have a particular topic you wanted to sink your teeth in. Particular topic, we could, yeah, go down a whole rabbit hole. Any reason for the surface stays? I like that, uh, that way of putting it. Yeah, I, I kind of think it's a defense mechanism, but I don't know what it's kind of defending against. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like it's like trying to protect me because if I go down a rabbit hole right now, I might not come back up in time. Uh, that's what I think it is, but I don't know. But but it's when been you going say a surface, a you mean <clears throat> the surface of a rabbit hole, as in you know before you go down it, or do you mean something different by that surface? So I'll give you a, an example. Let's say I hear something. Let's call it in the news. If if I wasn't in this surface mode, I'd probably read it and have a think about it and ponder it and go you know go down the rabbit hole a bit whereas now i hear things and i just go okay <laughs> and i don't <laughs> take it anywhere i don't i don't think about it i don't give it any time and attention maybe it's because i'm trying to keep busy with with other things and be productive and i just know that if i give it too much attention any particular thing that i will yeah. get lost in it a little bit so i think yeah. that's what i mean by it but they are okay. being on the surface yeah. like, I, I, I don't know I what like that bug that. is that floats on the water but that's what i feel like you're, you're a bug of water. Yes, bug water. Well, let's see if this takes us down the rabbit hole. I just put Poppy, our youngest six-year-old, to bed. And uh, she is like a proper chatterbox. Absolutely love it. She always has questions all the time. And she turned to me and she said, Daddy, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? And uh, I didn't want to just come out with... Uh, I want to wish for a, a fancy car, wish for it. I, I wanted to come out with things that you can't, uh, you can't set as a goal as such because it's out of your control. Did that make sense? So the mm -hmm. first thing I said is I wish for us as in family, as in, I meant her, you know, the girls, uh, my wife, I, and of course yourself, close friends, I wish for good health because I believe if you've got good health, you can then pretty much work towards anything else. Yeah, if you don't have good health, then you've got to make yourself healthy before you start doing anything. So I, I said to her, I wish for good health. And then I was actually finding it difficult to think of something else. If you had, she said like, you've got free genie, uh, it's like the genie deal, you've got free yeah. wishes. So 
we're like, for instance, she said, oh, would you, would you like, uh, you know, a forest to go camping or something like that? And it's like, yes, but I wouldn't use a wish for that because one day we're going to own a bit of land that I can go uh, next to where we live and uh, camp. I mean, that's just a goal that I'm going to work towards. You know, anything yes. materialistic, I believe you can work towards it. You can work hard enough, you can apply yourself to get it. So I wouldn't want to wish away a uh, wish on something like that. So what wish would you like? Maybe we could try and together come up with three wishes or individually have three, so six in total. Do, does something straight away come to your mind? What what comes to mind is how why and why and how this would be so tricky because effectively what you're being offered there is cheat codes to the game of life. Yeah, yeah. But the any game that you've ever played where someone gave you the cheat codes, the game is instantly not as fun because all the challenge gets removed. So like that's why you wouldn't wish for the land because it's not going to be as satisfying if someone just gives you the land as is if you had to work for it. And then it, it truly feels like your land. So I think yeah. that's that's the trap you fall into and why you say, you know, I wouldn't just wish for all the money in the world because then, you know, what's that really gonna do? It's not, it's not really anything of any depth. So I guess would one would health, have to be- Would good health be a wish for you? Would you agree with I, that? Well, I'd agree with it in the sense that, yeah, I would love I would love to know that none of my family are going to get cancer, that none of my family are going to die prematurely, that we're all just going to get really old and die comfortably in our own beds. But at the same time, I know people, and I know you know people who have come through, you know, real bad illness, adversity, and it's made them who they are. So it's like they wouldn't, even if they could go back in time, they wouldn't change it because it made them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I would wish it, but at the same time, there's something in the back of my mind going, do you want that? Because then it's like, it's so predictable, isn't it? You know, you're going to yeah. live till 90 odd and you know, you're going to fall asleep in your bed and go peacefully. But then what's wrong with going peacefully? I didn't No. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would be one of the ones. Um, okay. And then I think one of them would have to be, because that is quite selfless, but not selfless in the sense that you're kind of doing it for your own peace of mind, aren't you? That you don't need to worry yeah. about it. So I think a second one would have to be something completely selfless. It's it's actually, although it's your wish, it doesn't really benefit you at all. Okay. That, that's where I'd go with one to kind of make it satisfying. Well, would you be able to call that on nature then? So for us to, going back to what we spoke about a few podcasts back, David Attenborough, uh, documentary would you use a wish to uh, like reconnect us with nature as in become wild, wild the planet again as in take away pollution and all the just become in balance the human race become in balance with nature again and I feel that yeah. would be a selfless act to nature exactly yeah and I'd, I'd fix something like you know global warming but i'd want to wish for a fix for that because in my lifetime and even in my kids lifetime that's not really going to have a a real effect on me uh we're starting to see the effects of global warming it's real we all know it except for donald trump who doesn't believe <laughs> it <laughs> everyone that's a topic i want to talk about later but we'll, we'll come okay. back around to it but yeah I'd, I'd like to fix something in nature and if we could just put it that yeah we fix all of that 
uh, and just sort all of that out in one big wish, I think that's a, that would make me feel good. I'd be happy with that wish. Okay, and now we've got one more wish. One more wish. Wish for another hundred wishes, or that that's written into the clause <laughs> for the free wishes. I'm, I might wish for, hmm. you know, I, I think time is the most valuable commodity and time is the one thing you can't get back. I don't know if I'd want to wish for just more time for myself, because then you're going to, you know, you're going to watch all your loved ones die before you. And that's probably not going to feel too great. Yeah. But yeah, I might ask for the ability to repeat a few moments in time, like maybe have like a little remote or something. And let's say you just have the perfect day. You just get to press a button and you get to just relive that day. You can't change anything. You can't affect it, but you just get to experience it twice over. Yeah. Yeah. I, There'll be something I like along them lines. That's, that's where yeah. I'd go. That I'd do something with time without messing with time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy to leave those three wishes. I feel content. I can sleep tonight. I won't be uh, thinking about wishes. So I'm right. well, let Go for it. Go on. Oh, so I, I'd like to take us down another rabbit hole yeah. if you're happy with that rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah, hole. that rabbit hole, I'm good now. You probably don't know this because I know you're not one for the news an awful lot. So I doubt you, you might be aware. Uh, Donald Trump is now banned from all social media platforms. Yes, so I, I, have, said, yeah, I have been yeah. able to keep up with things like that. Yeah. What do you think about that? Just, just what? that. I know it's happened. I haven't bothered to put some thought to it, whether that's naive, wrong, whatever, good, bad, whatever. Uh, I haven't put any thought to it. So putting thought to it, uh, isn't social media meant to be a form of communication for us all to communicate on? But has he been banned from it because he's leading people in the wrong way because of his stature of who he is so yeah. so the argument I'm, I'm, i guess is is it freedom of speech or is it stopping hate crime like where is it falling in terms of making those kind of decisions so you're asking me then is it a good thing or a bad thing is that what we're trying to establish here or what, I guess what so. what's brought it up Oh, so I've just been pondering it in the sense that I don't like what Donald Trump does. I don't like even more so what his followers do uh, and what he seems to condone in terms of behavior, like the capital, uh, you know, rushing of the Capitol building and all of that. Yeah, yeah. But I just found that both the timing and the choice to permanently ban him now that he's basically no longer president. I just he's don't know. Banned, is he? He's, he's permanently banned said. from Twitter, and I don't know if he's permanently banned from Facebook, but Twitter okay. have enforced a lifetime ban. Uh, I just, for me, I guess the, the reason, the only reason I'm even questioning it at all is the timing, that they've waited for him to no longer be president to do Well, oh, I haven't caught up with that news then. Now, I knew that he'd been kicked off social media, but I didn't realise it was a permanent banning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's just, I don't even have a, a full developed opinion on it yet. I, I just have pondered it in the sense of, he's obviously a man of huge influence and I don't like what he does. And a lot of people don't like what he does, but a lot of people do. 
And therefore, does that mean his voice is still invalid, even though what his actions seem to kind of predicate and make is, is hateful behavior, which, which we don't want, which we don't condone? Yeah. I know it's, it's just, a, I just find it as a bit of a sticky I, yeah. topic. Yeah, I think quite fascinating, actually. I like that you brought it up. Well, thinking about it, are we uh, going back to that uh, social dilemma documentary, which was about the social media? Are we uh, refraining? Are we starting to do what they said on that, where you're not giving people opportunity to hear the other side and make your decision on it? So, for instance, Trump, uh, I hear him say stuff, but I choose to listen or not. I choose to act on it or not. I choose but I'm still hearing it, so I can still have an opinion on it. Uh, so uh, is it like that? Or are they effectively stopping a Hitler from rising up and uh, causing, like Trump hasn't, to my knowledge, created a genocide against people. I don't think he's had that influence. I might be wrong, tell me if I'm wrong. He's, uh, he's I, don't, I do not think he's killed loads of people yeah, yet, directly but anyway, but. Hitler did, didn't he? And did he not do that through media and uh, basically influencing brainwashing people? So is that maybe why they've done it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they did it as a direct response to what happened at the, the Capitol building. And I think okay. he's, he's been effectively pinned as the, the reason that that has happened. Uh, and I guess it's, I, I haven't really, maybe we're going into this a bit too blind, having not read enough to, to know what we're talking yeah. about, but there we go. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. go in anyway. Um, I, I think they are trying to protect people from his next set of actions because his actions so far seem to have led to bad things happening or is it at more least his, ethical, his influence yeah is it more ethical to do that like for instance uh on the telly at any given time uh our child could put on a inappropriate movie uh series or something it would see inappropriate violence <clears throat> excuse me sex or whatever inappropriate uh, as parents it's our duty not to expose them to that i think there is certain things you should be a certain age uh to be exposed to and there's obviously proof out there to that so is that uh what the social uh, media is doing uh, effectively parenting because they are the parent of or the owner of this this massive device basically and therein lies the issue right because we are not children we are adults and they are not our parents in fact they're not even our national leaders they are owners of a tech company yeah Yet, but they're national leaders they run the world now they're yeah not. they do but that's the problem right because mr zuckerberg being someone who would be considered i think he's considered a liberal like a lefty he doesn't like these extreme right ideas. And on his platform, he has the power to effectively censor these ideas. Like he can take away that man's ability to reach out and influence. Uh, but obviously the question is whether or not that influence is damaging or not, but also whether or not it's Mr. Zuckerberg's place to decide that. Yeah, well, 
Uh, I, I only spend 30 minutes a day on social media. So uh, I'm not going to waste <laughs> 10 minutes on the old Facebook getting to me. I think that's the answer at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, don't, don't subscribe to any of it. Uh, yeah. And then, then if it matters, it gets to you, no? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I um, think, I guess Trump is, is fascinating in the sense, again, I don't find Trump very interesting, but I find the people who follow him really interesting oh, the whole because... scenario of a businessman like him who's running a tv show about making yourself rich then becomes the president of the uh, the world's most powerful nation it's like oh, yeah he just he seems to have championed like a lot of dark thoughts in people you know like this there seems to be people out there maybe i'm wrong but there seems to be people out there who on the inside very quietly are racist sexist whateverist yeah and now they have this champion they have this guy they can turn to and go see this is how i feel and he's telling me it's okay to feel like this and it's okay <laughs> to voice it and it's all right to think it and they've like they've rallied behind this man in a way that i don't think anyone quite expected because yeah. we all, at least everyone on the surface goes, well, I'm not racist, I'm not sexist, I'm not this. But clearly some of us are, right? Because we're getting behind this man. Like there's millions of people who think that this guy is a bee's knees. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so we, so we dig ourselves out of that rabbit hole. That was, uh, as, much, as much as I enjoyed that conversation, that, that was a deep rabbit hole, that one. It's trouble as well, that one. I, I, never, I never feel any resolution having that conversation. You know what I mean? I never come out yeah. of it going, oh, okay, well, I understand and I'm at peace with it now. I always just leave it feeling yeah. a bit icky, but I, th I thought I'd bring it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I won't lie. I enjoyed the conversation and uh, maybe it'll simmer away in the background and uh, we'll find some uh, peace with it or something at some point. Exactly. Right, I've got to follow. This is what I was going to come in with a lighter side of things. Uh, okay. So we're, we're uh, heading to the latter part of the episode with a lighter side. And it's a follow on from our top three of last week. We did top three uh, Lego sets, didn't we? Top three Lego uh -huh. sets. Now, I'm presuming you can uh, contribute to this, but I can't remember having a conversation about this. Uh, so, top three games. So, I'm talking joypad, joystick, handheld games. As were you, are you, have you ever been a gamer? Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, as a word. Can, I thought I so, can... but I can't remember us having this convo. Yeah, I've not ever been what I would call passionate about gaming. I've never like spent mad amounts of time doing it, but I have through my entire life enjoyed gaming uh, I to have. some extent or another. Yeah, I have. As a, as a child, I spent massive amounts of time gaming. I wouldn't say okay. I'm a nerd. Uh, but I, I had a massive amount of time gaming to the point where my dad suggested we move the telly out of the uh, bedroom upstairs, my bedroom, because I was on it too much. Was uh, it a certain console so, or did it well, go over a this, few generations? 
This is the convo. I'm actually quite like Lego. This gets me pumped, Taz. It's well, uh, very I'm, nostalgic. I'm ready to go for this conversation. So what, what partly brought this up was our conversation last week about Lego. Uh, and then I've been watching uh, the, there's an ep- a series on uh, Netflix, that's the one, called High Score, which is the history of gaming. Uh, have you seen it? Uh, it's well worth watching. I've touched on it. Yeah, I haven't watched the yeah. whole thing, but I've seen if you, it. It's only like six episodes or something. Uh, if you're a gamer, you, you'd enjoy it. You'd appreciate it. It's the history of gaming. And the last one was about RPG and uh, role-playing games and everything else. So where where does it start with you with consoles? Tell me. Tell me where your journey of gaming began. So first console I owned was a Mega Drive, I believe. That's the one I, oh, the first I one I remember. I didn't know if you'd date back that far. Impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I date back that far. It was because my, You're my a dad worked, I, I, but not through choice. It was definitely <laughs> they just bought me the game console. You know what I mean? And which I think was the case for a lot of people is you either bought a Mega Drive or you were bought a SNES, and then that yeah. determined what way you went your fight uh, yeah because i didn't i don't think i even knew about a snes at the time i just knew i've got the mega drive and i've got sonic and i'm cool i'm sorted uh, and i didn't even know about mario until game boy which then brought mario oh, up onto yeah. that one so yeah i started on mega drive alex the kid uh sonic the hedgehog and i had one of those gun games sorry yeah, sorry what's say sonic again <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I redeem myself later. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming by your response that you are a SNES man. Well, in fact, I know you're a SNES man because you still have your SNES at the dojo, right? Yeah. yeah. The original. Yeah. yeah. But I, I make up for it. Hold on. You make up for it. I make up for it. As is currently, for those on the audio reaching blow, he's, yes, and I've just had one arrive as well. 261 wow. games. 621. 621. Yeah. So you've you've got a modded one then. Yeah. Has got like a mini something. He's not allowed to let someone know. Well, we're allowed to know, but uh there's there's actually quite strong laws about having games on here that you don't own in physical copy. Oh, so okay. uh if anyone asks, and I do, <laughs> I own all six hundred and one <laughs> games in physical copy. Impressive. Impressive. Okay, so you've gone Sega Mega Drive, Game yes. Boy, yes, Grey Box Game Boy, Grey Box Game Boy, yeah. uh, into Game Boy Color at some point, and okay. then I believe I... PS One, and PS One, and then we went off off from there. Console wars oh, and all the rest of it. Never did okay. PC gaming. Did you ever do PC gaming? Well, if I may bore you or entertain you with my list, uh, because do. I'm Please enjoying do. the red. Uh, I I feel I maybe came in on on the renaissance of the gaming. Uh, like I have a memory of sitting with my brother and dad. I was young, so you know those really young memories. And I've got a turning joystick with two things: the pong going up and down. Ah, I've so you had memory. an Atari? Yeah, or, or I didn't. My brother or my dad, but someone had that. I've got a memory, and then when you'd change and you'd play football, so you'd have a circle in the middle, and then you'd change and. Uh, have hockey yeah and you'd have circles at the side then it would just be a line for tennis it was all the same thing you know yeah yeah. i've got that earliest memory of that and then then there's quite a gap and then my brother bought for me a nintendo entertainment system the nes for christmas one year 
he bought me a NES. And from from that moment forward he was forever the best brother like he <laughs> he had solidified himself in my needed life. to do nothing more yeah i it it was a it was a christmas i think or was it a birthday i can't remember now but i opened it never expecting anything not even really knowing what it was i was quite young and it was like and it yeah it it, it brought me so uh super mario I can't remember which games were on which console now. I oh, will get to the games in a minute. But so I went NES and then I went SNES, never looked at a Sega Mega Drive. However, there was a period of time where I'd go around a friend's house before school uh, to play a console and he had a Sega Mega Drive. So we quite enjoyed uh, Street of, Streets of Rage. and It was a bit like better that. for two player games, if I remember. Like they yeah, had a bit I, more I, of a selection. Yeah for two con- two controllers. And how that came about, we used to go, this was middle school, we used to run over the field to middle school and we used to jump the front gate and uh, play football on the entire playground before anyone else arrived. Uh, we just liked that freedom. And then they must have told our parents or something and we were told we weren't allowed to do that anymore. So then we started to go to each other's house and play on the game consoles until literally we could just have or we had to sprint to school to get there in time before you were late uh, yeah that, that was crazy memory so yeah so i went actually owned snes and then snes i had a game boy i had a great game but i had a serious amount of games for that at that time as well uh game boy uh lived a lot on that and then i suppose it was uh playstation one wasn't it I think so. I can't think else of... in between. Oh, no, I didn't do N64. I didn't go down that route or anything. Well, that so was with was... PlayStation 1, wasn't it? They were, they were like... Compu- was that, that was it? Before... Yeah. I think yeah. before that, there was Sega Saturn and something else that just didn't... didn't... Dreamcast, is that? Yeah. Dreamcast is a bit later. I think that's more PS2 kind of time. Yeah. But PS1, then... I think, was the next big one after Game Boy. Yeah, I think I went uh, PS1 and then uh, PS2. Uh, now CeCe's got a PS3. Are we all, is the latest one PS4? So the 5 has just come out, but oh, okay. I'd imagine that C's got a 4. Maybe she's got a 4 then. Yeah, past PS2, I lose track of games. I'm not, I'm a parent and uh, gaming is not my my uh, life. Universal. Uh, I never went down uh, the PS handheld or anything like that. My brother did. Uh, but I did have, uh, the closest I got to PC gaming was uh, an Amiga with the floppy disks. Yeah, and yeah. I did really, really enjoy that journey. I had a lot of floppy disks and uh, cannon fodder and a lot of uh, games like, like that came onto it. Uh, yeah, so... Was that one of yeah, those? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that was a strategy game. So top three games then, as top three games. <sighs> this is like music. You're, this is a big I, thing. So I've come in with a definite top three, so I can start you off with. What, bronze, like. silver, gold? Bronze, silver, gold, yeah. Oh, I won't be able to do bronze, silver, gold, but let's go one for one, and then I'll have okay. one for sure. We're going to work our way up in awards, so we're going to go bronze first. You're going to have to go bronze, silver, gold, and I'm going to have to go three different categories of gaming because I can't separate them on such short notice. Okay, all right. So too much to ask. (laughs) 
Grons is uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So effectively Grand Theft Auto 4, I believe it is. Uh, so Vice City. Uh, I did have San Andreas and I did really enjoy that game. But Vice City was the first time in that series of games that you could fly something and you could roll the cars. Like Grand Theft Auto 3, you couldn't roll the cars and things like that. And it was just, in my opinion, such a well-designed story, music. It, it was just heaven on a game, that one. And I, I think we got it when I came back from somewhere and I didn't have clubs or something for it. It might have been like over Christmas or something, I got it. I played it literally for three days straight. I don't think I slept the first night. And I was just so absorbed with the game. You know, let's not go down the route of talking about violence and games and all of that. I just, I just enjoyed getting on the motorbike and driving as fast as I could around the city with the music playing. So yeah, Grand Theft Auto Vice City will, will be in my top three, definitely. Great choice. I, out of principle, I won't take any of your top three, even if I thought okay. like they would have been in mine. But so, please give uh, feedback. Would that have been? I, I loved Grand Theft Auto games. And I, I know exactly what you're saying, because I think that was the first game where you basically felt like you could do anything. You, you like, had freedom, yeah. Yeah, it was like real... I think open world was existing before that, but it was the first one where you could just go up to someone, shoot them, and that's it. That was your choice. And there was just so much you could do. Like you said, I didn't you want to shoot fly. people, it was I a just wanted to park cars nicely. And <laughs> <laughs> There's a great video of a grandma playing, I think it's GTA 5, uh, and she's just going up to people going, do you work for British Gas? And then smacking them over the head <laughs> with a bottle, going, I'm going to get you, you British Gas bastards. Put my bills up. Excellent. Yeah, she's like 80. <laughs> she's, she's having the time of her life. Uh, yeah, so Grand you credit the Grand Theft Auto series, but you're not going to steal that. I do, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I have owned and played number five, which is the most recent one, uh, which yeah. I really think is like their, um, their piece de resistance. I don't know what number six will be like, but so far, number five truly is just a, an awe-inspiring game in terms Could of... Could I just, before you throw out your uh, choices, I don't want it to influence it as well, as we're just talking about gaming. Uh, we've recently played, as in Cece and I have got into gaming, more so her playing it and me watching it, but when it gets a bit tricky or if I've got a skill set like set, stealth, I'll jump in. And uh, on that side thing, Metal Gear Solid, it's not in my top three, but that was a hell of a game. It's just too short. But we've uh, just played uh, Red Dead Redemption. We finished that over the, the holidays and we started The Last of Us. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, the cowboy one, and Last of Us, you know, zombie apocalypse. And I'm not counting those personally. You may go down any route you like as, of course, but personally as games. I don't think they're games. In my opinion, my... Uh, my coming into games, they're not games, they're movies. I'm playing movies. They're, they're, they're so well written, the story, they're so well designed. In my opinion, they're no longer games. Uh, they are playing movies. But yeah, that's my opinion. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, number three for me is going to have to be, and this is the first one that came to mind when you brought up the topic of games, Doom 2. Okay. So the, yeah. the old school Doom, which I think I actually played on a Packard Bell computer, if you ever remember those. Old yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And 
that was the first time it was me but that was also you got to shoot it <laughs> this was one of the things where you know like you're watching cc play my dad yeah. would watch me play that I game know. Uh, and, and I just remember it was the first time anything that wasn't real scared me where you'd go around a corner and suddenly something would jump out at you and you'd literally crap yourself. You'd just be like, oh, <laughs> and it was like the game had a real effect on me. And then I remember actually getting like immersed in it. Like I would be completely locked in as if it was me in there real, uh, yeah. shooting stuff. Yeah. And I just, the, the sound effects and the level design, all of that stuff, I just thought it was the best thing ever. Uh, but yeah. it's just simple, very simple, you know, basic 3D shoot 'em up, but solid, solid game. Plus chainsaws. Yeah, yeah, you know, wicked. Chainsaws. wicked. So yeah, Doom 2 Doom and then two. just the whole Doom series. But Doom 2 was the one I played first. Uh, and it was also just like blood and guts because you, just <laughs> didn't, you didn't really get exposed to that up until then. And suddenly you're like chainsawing something's head off and shooting something with a double barrel shotgun. And your dad's yeah. like, yeah, good job, good job. And you're like, yeah, good job. I'm doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my silver is going to a different category of games. And uh, in this category, I would have liked to have said Street Fighter 2, things like that, you know, the uh, versus player thing. I did love Street Fighter and that kind of thing, but my I know what you're going to say. What? You're going to say... I don't say, think you'll get it. I don't think you'll get it. I think it. I will. I think I will. I think you're going to say Fight Night. No. No? no. Not the boxing no. game? No. I, I did it... Uh, Super Punch, I really enjoyed that. The old Nez or Snez, whichever one. Is it? it might take you by surprise. Worms. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you've gone a completely different way. Yeah, worms. Okay. I don't know if it like goes worms. into the same category. I don't of, think it but does, but I don't, I don't, I'm not quite sure what we, category it goes into. My first, uh, my first group of people that I travelled with martial arts with, so ding that bell. So we're going prior Wolfpack days, we're going prior Team Spirit days, SWAT or anything else. There was Shiab, there was Paul, there was a Stephen and a Mark, but there was a us three, Shiab, Paul and I in particular. But there was a couple of others that jumped and jumped out. We were like 13 to 15 year olds, uh, maybe a bit younger. Uh, and uh, we, we were the first group that I traveled with competitively and everything. There wasn't a group before, before that. And uh, we used to quite often stay over at each other's houses, <clears throat> quite often at mine of an evening before competition the night before, because my dad would drive everyone uh, to the competition. And uh, it must have spanned a couple of years. It was on the old Amiga with the floppy disk, but we used to play Worms. And when I said we used to play Worms, anyone not familiar with Worms, do you want to explain the game as? Do you... Has anyone not heard of Worms? Okay, been, well, tell us if you don't know or haven't heard of Worms. I guess um, young, has Cece heard of Worms? I'm going to ask her after this and I'll find out. Because I, uh, that would, I'd imagine from her age down, would never have heard of Worms. But I'd think yeah. anyone listening to this probably knows what Worms is. But if they yeah. don't, quick rundown. Turn for turn, effectively think of chess, but with worms and bazookas and exploding sheep, right? Yeah, yeah. Take a turn, you choose where your worm moves and how it attacks or what it what it uses. You've got a selection of crazy weapons that do all sorts of things. And then your opponent goes, you can play against computers, but of course you can also yeah. play against people. 
So we had our team saved. We had all of our team names saved. So we had mm-hmm. like a running stat of how good your team was. They were all like film stars or fighting stars or something or other. Uh, and we we used to spend hours on an individual game. We were so good with building. Uh, and it, so yeah, Worms is just up there because it it just created so much positive time on a screen. Uh, of fun and ju- just being kids at that age, yeah. So Worms is up there as my silver. I guess the equivalent of that these days is Fortnite, which is that battle royale kind yeah, of thing. I'm, in yeah, terms of maybe. a show, social game, I'd imagine that that's like the closest thing. I've, I've never come into right. online gaming or uh, the platform of Code of Honor or Duty, Call of Duty or anything. I, I've never touched on that, so uh, I'm I'm not putting that into the movie or the uh category i've just i don't have experience with those that's fine neither do i i have tried it once or twice and gone nope not for me uh, and ran ran away with both hands so all right my number two uh, and this is about as geeky as it gets but i can't not include it because if i was going to say the game that i've spent the most hours on it's this one and it would oh. be the original sim city or sim something no but you're in no, the right okay. kind of world in terms of like basically a game that just requires you to give your life to it in order to <laughs> okay, get anywhere yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the original pokemon games on the game oh, board, okay. uh blue okay. and red and uh, yeah oh my god like if, <laughs> if i put more i put a lot of hours into those games uh, <laughs> you were it, invested i was invested and it was because that was the first thing i had where you could go to someone else who had it you plug in with the little wire to connect your game boards oh, together, yeah. and then you battle each other. <laughs> and I had this thing where I just want, I just have to dominate anyone yeah, who plays me at this game. And there was like three people, but I was like, out of the three people I knew at this game, I was like, I'm gonna be better than both of you. Uh, yeah. And I just, yeah, I remember putting a lot of hours into it. And I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was just something very satisfying. I have a thing when I play games. I like to get to the point of being really overpowered like basically being a demigod in the game, not through cheats, but through just leveling up to the point where no one can touch you. And you just walk through the game now as a a living God and everything runs from you in fear. And that game really allows it as long as you just put in, you know, half of your childhood. You're saying about cheats, red alert. Are you, can you remember the one where you build bases? It's one of the first ones that you build like war bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, uh, like, the overhead kind of view. Yeah, ones. yeah. So Red Alert on PlayStation 1, they brought out a cable that you could put pre- uh, connect PlayStation 1s together, and you could have oh. your own screen each. I don't know if you ever knew this. No, and that sounds cool. So I used to have a friend would bring their PlayStation 1 round, and we'd get two tellies facing away from each other, and we used to play Red Alert against each other. So he'd have his screen, I'd have my screen. And uh, I learned the cheat codes. And over a period of about a month, I strategically used them. So I'd drop one in at the start, just to get a bit of a head start in building stuff. And then if he was starting to get an advantage, I'd nuke him, like cheat code, nuke him. And then then he cottoned on to what I did, and I noticed insight. And then it all finished. I don't think we played it after this day when we slowed the whole computer down. So dick, dick, because <laughs> we had created so many men and everything else, and then we never played Just it. Again. Nuked the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So my goal, my goal, I'm going to have to mention because I just feel like mentioning more than three. Uh, Mario Kart. Mention. Yeah, I have to mention Mario Kart because that game I think is almost the perfect game. The original SNES Super Mario Kart. You have, oh, I thought you were going to say N64, man. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I played it on the Wii for a bit of fun and that, but I'm saying the original SNES Nintendo um, Super Mario Kart. Because it gives me travel sickness. Does it really? It makes. I keep trying to play it because I really enjoy it, but it, it makes me vomit. I have a real issue with playing that game. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm doing it on a HD TV instead of like an old Maybe, box yeah. TV. But something about it really throws my equilibrium off. It's just the quality of the racing element of it is just so good. And the diversity of the characters and the, it's lame in today's standards, but the diversity of the tracks and everything else. I, I used a lot of my, my uh, waking hours on that game. But my top gold, and again, this is because of it, just uh, just that nice feeling that it gave me. I really, 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 really wanted this game for Christmas. And I'd never had this done to me before. And we've uh, done it now to our daughters. Uh, but my brother gave me my Christmas present. It was my brother again. And uh, it was a huge box. And I pretty much opened everything else. And I was a bit like, oh, I've not got super mario 3 i've not got the yellow box and i've opened it and I, you know being grateful as you do it at that age and there's loads of stuff and i pulled the stuffing out and uh, at the bottom of this huge box was the yellow packaging with mario with his raccoon tail i just <laughs> ran out around the house completely elated and that game I, I just think it was one of the best feelings associations to a game uh, I had just because of that moment more than anything. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed that game. I can remember hurting my hand training, playing that game. Uh, I had uh, popped my thumb or something. And of course on the D-pad, that's impossible. Like today you could get away with the joystick, but on the NES, there was no way that you could use a D-pad. So I super glued a battery. I was allowed batteries because I didn't eat them. I super glued a battery to the D-pad and made it a joystick because you couldn't buy them at the time. So I could still play that game. That's that's to the level, the level that I was invested with it. And then once my thumb healed, I realized that uh, I couldn't get the battery off the D-pad. So that became player two D-pad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great choice. Uh, and um, only she doesn't do video games other than Super Mario Free and Super Mario World. Oh, uh, brilliant. And, and I guess I call it her superpower. She has absolutely no limit to how many times she can die before she gets like pissed off and walks away. <laughs> I have watched her. I have watched her play the same level for like an hour and a half. And if you looked at her face at minute one and minute 90, it's the same face. She has not in any way built any frustration or anger at it at all. And at the end of 90 she's minutes, it. yeah, at the end of 90 minutes, she just goes, I'm done and puts the remote down and that's it. Whereas yeah. I would have flung it at the TV and wrecked something and stormed out the room. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mario is a solid shout. All right, my yeah. last one. 
so honorable mention to Goldeneye on the N64. Yeah. I don't know if you ever played that. Yeah, game, but... I, I didn't go down the route of owning it, but have enjoyed many moments on that game of someone yeah. else's. Again, yeah. the multiplayer-ness of it. I yeah, that, that, was it. Was. that was it. Just... I never played the story or anything. But, yeah, because yeah. I think you could have four controllers of a Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah it had so the four could... ports, yeah. So I think that's what it was. I have memories of, I can't remember who the hell I played with, but yeah, we were playing four-person gaming, and I just thought that was amazing at the time. Uh, another honourable mention that I'll just sneak in again because I just put a lot of hours into it were the early Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I didn't go, so I was out of gaming, I think, by then. This was, I think, PS2, but yeah, probably just on the tail end of when you were playing them. But if you think of what Red Dead Redemption is now, this was like the granddad to what that oh, game wow. was in terms of really good storytelling through open world gaming. Uh, it was the first time and where violence. I got invested in violence, yeah. But the first time where you got invested in the character, where you actually cared about the character of the game, which I think is where it, it turns to like, yeah. it's almost like playing a movie at that stage. But yeah, my gold actually goes to a really recent game, uh, just to shift it because everyone right now is thinking, oh, these two old guys talking about everything yeah. 16 Old gaming. And, but this breaks your rule of the movie game. And I know if you played it, you'd love it as a movie, but not so much see it as a game. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Ghost which is, of Tsushima. Okay. Which is a samurai game. And my Lord, it's so good, Jack. It's imagine your favorite samurai movies, like directed by Quentin Tarantino, and then put in a game. It was that good. Okay. It's just got everything, everything you want from a samurai. The standoffs where they kind of unclick the sword and then the, the leaves brush past what, and then they go. What was go. that game? It was like a street fighter samurai, but you didn't have health bars. Like if you hit them in the head with the right shot, you'd kill them instantly. But if you hit them in the leg, it would like disarm their leg and things like that. Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, maybe. I, I remember that. It, I don't think they cracked coding or whatever it was quite right it didn't there was glitches or there's things that just didn't work quite right in the flow of it but they certainly cracked that whole oh yeah i'm gonna have to cc and i hook that up at some point we're on the Please, last of us I, I can't recommend uh, it enough just you know the the paper yeah. doors yeah. sword through the door pull them through the door oh. it's yeah okay if you like That's samurais okay. It's it's a done deal. You can't go wrong. Oh, cool, cool. See, we came out light, didn't we? We went down. We came out. Dark we we started and... pretty dark, uh, and we've come out very very light. So hopefully, people stuck around for the the happy part at the end. I've come quite prepared with a video game quote. So <laughs> wow. you are. Yeah, prepared. I, came I have prepared. a quote, but it's it's not a video game quote. Go on then, hit us with your video. This game is by quote. Uh, Dimitri Martin. I don't know who he is, so I googled. He's uh, an American comedian who must obviously like games, and he says, "I like video games, but they are very violent. I want to create a video game in which you have to help all the characters who have died in uh, the other games." Hey man, what are you playing? Super busy hospital. Could you leave me alone? I'm performing surgery. This guy got shot in the head 
like 27 times. I just think that would be a great game. <laughs> if all of the injuries, so you'd have all the uh, dead Street Fighter uh, characters and all of that goes in, going in with broken bones and you fix them and then something from Wreck-It Ralph or wherever else they come from, Pac-Man. And yeah, I think that would be a good game. Well, in the world of Grand Theft Auto now online, because it's now a massive online game where you can just, everyone's there, there is a, a group of people, uh, a sect of people who play the game by the law. So some people play police officers, some people play citizens, etc. And you get pulled over by someone who's playing the game as a policeman and they give you a parking ticket. Uh, and you say, yes, sir, sorry, sir, I was going to see my wife, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, we'll let you off this time. And they drive so off. So in the game, you can uh, actually give them a parking ticket? I don't know how it or goes it in terms of if it's just, if you're just playing. role playing and playing along, or if, if they've kind of put these mods in. I've never looked into it. I just know it exists where there are people out there who have There's took ground before where's... and said, we'll play it by the rules. PC. And madness. Absolute madness. So... My quote, uh, and this comes with a film recommendation for everyone, uh, Soul on Disney Plus, for anyone who's, who's into okay. a Disney S-O-U-L, movie. S-O-U-L, Soul. Soul, yeah, as in your soul. Uh, and it's a beautiful movie. Uh, it's an animated film. I think it's one of the first animated films with an all black cast, which is very refreshing to see. You don't, you don't quite realize that you've not seen many animated black people until you watch it. And then you see them kind of with all their characteristics and you go, oh, wow, there's not actually many of these. So beautiful, worth a watch. I think it's brand new. Uh, and it's a really nice story of life and death without getting too much into it and spoiling it for anyone. But there was this quote in it uh, and this was when this guy was getting a little bit upset about not finding his passion or his way in life. And this was the quote. This fish swam up to an older fish and said, hey, I'm looking for the ocean. The older fish says, you're already in it. The fish says, what this? This is the ocean, but this is just water. I'm looking for the ocean." Just let that just let that simmer for a minute. Life in that. Life in that. I'm not even sure I understand it, but I know I like it. You don't meant to, are you? No, you just meant to go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it made me happy. Cool. cool. Well, I've uh, really enjoyed talking about games there. I'm a bit puzzled by Trump. And uh, <laughs> I feel that peace if a genie came to me, I feel ready for free wishes. Uh, so on that note, I know we haven't talked about food and other things, but we can bring that bring that next week, can't we? I think we've covered quite a bit of ground there. I think yeah. food would be overdoing it at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> belly's full. My belly's full. I'm not hungry anymore. See you later, people. If you're a podcast or a whatever else is out there listening to us, thank you. Do the things. Cheers, guys. Yeah. See you later. Peace out. <laughs>